Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today, Robbie Davis over in the line set five minutes and 25 seconds. Five minutes and 25 seconds. I love that. Love that. Very nice. Austin Gregory says minus 550 on the over. 
Austin Gregory, address Brandon Walker's comments. One of the bigger slapdicks out there, but would still like your take. Austin Gregory, let me follow up your question with a question. What comments specifically are we talking about? Are we talking about him saying that the Gamecocks... I'm just... Let, explain to me, Austin Gregory, the slapdickery that you are speaking of. Because I watched the minute and a half long clip that he released on, on South Carolina... And there were multiple parts to it. So you explain to me exactly what it is that you want me to to respond to or give my take on. And I will do so. Let's see. Andrew, the textbook says, wasn't Mitch Jeter a five-star? I don't know if he was, but he's really, really good. Radicate 43 says, interested to see how much of it was the offensive coordinator talking about Spencer Rattler. We all are. We all are for sure. Madison. What's up? Appreciate you tuning in. Thank you so much. Nathan Moore, I see you as well. Appreciate it. Uh, Fu Man says, or Fuman, or however you say that, Gamecocks win the Natty in baseball and football this year. From your lips to God's ears. Will Corb, it's scary that our O-line's to question mark because that's arguably the most important position group. Indeed. I mean, listen. Will, quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end, all that, they can't function if the offensive line's not good, so going to need those guys to step up no doubt. Rubination says Mo Hardesty couldn't land a fly on a garbage truck. KFC in Africa, great point. RIP to all of our D-Day heroes. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. David Garrick says Twitty is going to shock the world. Okay. All right. Turbo or that's Turbo Miller. Uh DJ Twitty you mean? DJ Twitty. Hayden you just says hold up let Beamer cook. Indeed. Uh, KFC in Africa had a suggestion for the top five games to rewatch. Ole Miss at home against Dexter McCluster. Yeah, that was the 9 game. I was actually at that game. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Tons of fun. Let's see. Lynn Turner. My mom passed in 2013. I wore a coat at the Clemson game. My daughter and I took a selfie, and that picture was on my phone screensaver for years. That's awesome. That's awesome. Great memories. Ethan was at the 2012 Georgia game. That was the loudest I've ever heard Willie B when Ace Sanders took it to <clears throat> the house. Lynn Turner on the Bama game. Bart Garcia was magic that day. Everything did against Bama was the right decisions. John Rice has just got here. What's up, my guy? John, thoughts on Liv and PGA merging, if you haven't said yet. Crazy. Just crazy. Yeah, that's not expected. Um... Great for golf fans that want the best golf in one place. I, I think, uh, you know, the majors have shown having those guys playing together. I, I think it's, there's great value, but, you know, just, I, I certainly, I certainly did not expect to see it, John. That's, that's something for sure. I did not expect to see it. Ethan says, nice to have a day without troll comments. Knock on wood. Knock on wood indeed. Octavian says, Shamecock Nation, the Gators are completely Baby. No Gators. Completely baby. What does that mean? Okay. Lynn Turner says, I got to put the Thursday night game in 2009 with the birth of Sandstorm up there. We kept the kids out of school on Friday to come to the game, and boy, was it worth it. Yeah, no doubt. That was a great game, Lynn. That was a great game. Jacob E. says, Rogers, best overall. Spurrier, best coach. Shaw, best quarterback. And Clowney, best defensive player. Okay. Ethan, I did make a mistake. Thank you for pointing that out. The Gilmore and Alshon, they were actually before Marcus Lattimore. So I do apologize. I did mess up there. 
Um, Gilmore's class. Yes, started everything. I do apologize, misspeaking there, but Marcus Lattimore, obviously still <clears throat> a game-changing player in the history of South Carolina football. Uh, let's see. Travi, what's up, man? Happy Tuesday. What's going on? Oh, we're repeating some comments here. Let's see. Hayden Hughes says, I can't stand Caleb Williams personally. Maybe it's his attitude or something. Austin Gregory, how do we feel about Brad Crawford's apology to the Yardcocks? I didn't see it because I think it's behind a paywall. But uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess Brad feels the need to apologize to Yardcock fans. I, I don't know. I don't know. Hayden Hughes says, Brandon Walker and the rest of the people at Barstool can kiss, kiss it, in my opinion. I will say this. I, I saw the clip. I don't see a follow-up from our guy, uh, Austin Gregory. So, I, you know, I saw the clip from Brandon Walker. I thought the clip, him making the point that we were porous for 10 weeks, great for two weeks, and I thought all he was really saying was that Gamecock fans needed to slow their roll and talking about winning nine or ten games. I mean, I don't think that's that much of a slapdick take. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think you're kind of crazy, too, if you're picking a ten-win season. I, I, I do. I mean, I just, I don't know how else to tell you. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it, I mean, Brandon Walker was openly crapping on South Carolina, so we hate to see that. But, like, a lot of his commentary was like, I mean, whatever, that's his prediction. That's his pick. He might be right. Carolina might win six games this year. We don't know. We don't know for certain. Nathan says, how much do you think it affects us going to Gainesville? What would the morale of it be, if any? Uh, I, I just think it'll be a great atmosphere of college baseball, Nathan. I, I think South Carolina will be excited, ready to go. But, obviously, the advantage of playing at home is one we felt before. And the Gators will have that. M. Colts is feeling really good about the super matchup with Florida. Everyone's acting like the sweep was a fluke and that Florida's elite, but South Carolina is the Campbell of the SEC. Mim Colt, we are going to beat the shit out of Florida. Five straight W's. Tyrone says, drain the swamp. Tyrone from Wii Sports. Love the name. Drain the swamp. No, I mean, I, you know, I think Florida's a very, very good team. I think Florida's a very, very good team. Um, I think it's going to be a great series. I really do. I think it's going to be a great series. Let's see. Dalton says, who's your Omaha 8 after the regionals are officially over? Dalton, I will have to stop and reevaluate and look at who I... Who is left and go from there? I mean, maybe we'll do that, Dalton, later in the week. That that could be fun. KD from Rock Hill, Texan says, I'm assuming Noah Hall's done. Maybe I missed something, but I feel like there hasn't been an update regarding his injury. Do you think there's a chance we see him if we make it to Omaha? No, KD, he's done. He's done. Yeah, Noah Hall's done. Um, Mark Kingston actually confirmed it last week that uh, he's out for the year. So, yeah, Noah Hall is finished. And dude, we knew that. We knew that months ago. We literally do that months ago that uh, Noah Hall was done, but it finally got announced going into, I think, last week is when they finally announced it. But, uh, yes, Katie, Noah Hall is finished. So, Travi says, don't forget about the silent but deadly Devin Taylor. Yeah, 
Devin Taylor was a great player at South Carolina. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, I want to follow up on a comment I made on social media. Because this just, this kills me. And we'll go ahead, I'll get to that in a second. Let's go ahead and jump to the phone lines. Call from... Robbie Davis, Zaxby's Hall of Famer. Robbie, what's going on, my friend? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm a little tired after yesterday, but I'm doing fantastic because I took 17,631 steps yesterday. So I'm a little tired. That's a lot (laughs) of steps. um, mm Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm doing I'm doing okay though. I'll survive. I'm gonna rest today. But anyways, with like you've been talking about with the football team, right? With like people saying nine and three or ten and two and all that stuff, right? I have come to realize over the short time that Beamer has been here, mm-hmm. or any of the coaches for that matter, okay. At the end of the day, the fan base does not have control over what happens in that locker room or on that campus or on the football field to an extent, mm-hmm. okay? Yes, you can show up to a home game and cheer your heart out, but at the end of the day, if the team does not prepare correctly and is not ready for the, for the game that week, mm-hmm. that is what loses a football game. Because it's all about how you prepare. Indeed, it is. Yeah, fans most certainly, Robbie, have no control over the result. As much as we, as much as we like to think we do, we don't. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, am I going to show up to Willie B for uh, every home game this season? And cheer my lungs out. Cheer, cheer your keister off. Yes, I'll cheer my keister off. Okay. But cheering is only going to do so much. They've got to prepare right. They've got to stay healthy. They've got to prepare correctly for the offense or defense that they'll be facing. And if they prepare correctly, our chances of winning would is either going to is going to skyrocket or our chances of losing is going to skyrocket. So I'm curious to what kind of mindset they have week in and week out going into the 2023 season. If they lose if they lose if we lose to North Carolina, do I think we'll lose to North Carolina? No. But if we lose to North Carolina, I'm really curious to see what their mindset is going into the Furman game. Is it going to be like, oh, crap, we better beat the dog mess out of Furman or we're going to look stupid? Or are they going to prepare the same way they would prepare for Georgia for Furman and prove a point that losing to, if we lose to NC State, that that lost to, or lose to North Carolina, that lost to North Carolina was an absolute fluke and beat the bricks off of Furman. Personally, I would tell the team 
If we got a chance to score 90, do it. Prove a point. Prove that the game against the Tar Heels was a fluke, and let's beat the bricks off of Furman and give them their paycheck and tell them to leave. Yeah, it'll be a big game for just building confidence either way, whether uh, whether you beat UNC or, or lose and to them. Two things, uh, and then I'm, two yeah. things, and then I'm getting off of here, okay? Mm-hmm. One, I talked to one of my bosses, okay? If you decide to go to Roebuck, okay, to Zaxby's, mm-hmm. let me know. My boss told me he'll hook you up with some food. Love to hear that. Doing the Lord's work, Robbie. And? <laughs> and I got a joke for you because my, my youngest brother's girlfriend told me this joke. You ready for the joke? I'm ready for the joke. What do you what do you get if you get kicked in the butt by a dinosaur? What do you get? A megasaur ass. Jeez. Wow. Oh, goodness. I thought it was pretty funny. I laughed so hard I about fell out the chair whenever she told me the joke. A mega sore ass. But, uh... <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. I'm going to go ahead and get off of here. Fix me something to eat. I'm hungry. Robbie, I appreciate you, my friend. Always a pleasure to hear from you. All right, buddy. All right, buddy. Have a good one. Yeah, man. You too. Take care. Mm-hmm. Great stuff from Robbie Davis, guys. Believe it or not. That last mm-hmm from Robbie Davis. That last mm-hmm from Robbie Davis hits the over. Five minutes and 26 seconds. Robbie Davis on the over. Wow. Five minutes and 26 seconds. I literally, it, I could have ended the call early, but I was like, Robbie's not quite done yet. Not quite done yet. River Nation, you were close though, 517. Okay, here we go. Austin Gregory says, the comments I was referring to from Brandon Walker comments is when he says fans are expecting nine to 10 wins and you're just not there. I truly haven't met a fan who expects us to win 10 games. Austin, that's a very fair point. I... From the Gamecock fans I see, maybe I'm just surrounding myself with the right people. I don't see a lot of people out there that are picking nine or ten wins. I I, I don't, or, or let's just say ten wins. I, I don't see a lot of that. Is there the occasional nine and three? I think the ceiling for this team probably will be nine and three. Again, I'll give my best case, worst case later in the summer, which is actually a month. It's crazy. I'll be making predictions in a month. But anyways, yeah, I, I've seen nobody Picking 10 wins. I, I have not seen that. And again, we're not in prediction season, but I I don't feel like I'm seeing Gamecocks pick that. So, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I Maybe the couple of Gamecocks he's interacted with are, are acting that way, but I have not seen it. So, to your point, I, I would agree with you. I think to label that all the Gamecock nations expecting that is... Um, you know, is silly, honestly. So, anyways, guys, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. We do have a text here. 
Jaden here says, out of Hicks, Mahoney, Sanders, who should start game one? Also, who do you see having a great weekend at the plate? And lastly, do you think we get Jerzenbeck back for either this weekend or Omaha? No, Jerzenbeck is out for the year and probably all of next year, my friend. So you will not see Eli Jerzenbeck back on the mound for South Carolina for quite some time. Uh, out of Hicks, Mahoney, Sanders, who should get the game one star? I'd probably go Jack Mahoney game one. Jack Mahoney game one, Will Sanders game two. Um, my only concern with Will Sanders is, is, is he physically ready? Is he physically ready to go, go throw 100 pitches? That's my question about Will Sanders. Let's see. How about John Edward? Going to look at an apartment after work. John Edward, have fun with that, my guy. Sounds like a blast. Robbie busting out the dad jokes, for sure. Dale from East Tennessee. You must be talking about old Smokey with 10 wins, Chris. And Dale from East Tennessee. Am I seeing this correctly? Yes, your profile picture on YouTube is a picture of the Shoney's sign. So... Right on brand for BDD. Right on brand for Dale. That is right on brand for Dale. Guys, I, I, I would say this, by the way, on the, you know, the recruiting stuff that's happening recently. You look at the, here, we'll pull it up right here. Let's, let's pull up the on three recruiting let me ask you this. Which do y'all prefer? Which do y'all prefer? Do y'all prefer on three? Do you prefer 24-7? Do you prefer rivals? Which do you prefer? In the latest team ranking, South Carolina on on three sports is sixth. Clemson sits at eighth. Course, Georgia at number one. They also lead the country with 17 commits. Them and Michigan both. Notre Dame's got 19 also. Gamecocks have just nine. So the new spring money hits different. I, I would just say this, guys. There's nothing to worry about. I, I think there's nothing to worry about. Um, it's still, I would say, early in the process. I mean, this is the month we all know January, February, March, April, May. Beamer ball. I mean, this is generally the month where things click for South Carolina. This is when they land a lot of their prospects, and a lot of other schools do as well, right? This is the time of year to recruit because most guys, they want to get it out of the way because when we get into July, right, high schools start practicing, and this, the football season is just around the corner. And um, Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm not concerned. I mean, I think JC made a great point, guys. Like, if you, if you really thought Clemson was going to stop getting good players or if you think Georgia is going to stop getting good players, I – I don't know how to tell you this, but they're not. You know what I mean? They're, 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 they're not. They're not going to stop getting good players. They're, they're going to get good players. They're going to continue to get good football players. South Carolina has just got to find a way to get more of said good football players. That's it. And if you trust Shane Beamer and what he's done in recruiting, and I don't know why you wouldn't, but if you trust him, it's no big deal. It's no issue. You know that Shane Beamer is going to get what South Carolina needs to be successful. I mean, that's it. So why would you fret? Why would you stress? Why would you 
I understand you want to not, not see anything good happen to your rival, but, I mean, it's inevitable. They're going to recruit well, man. They're going to recruit well. <clears throat> Austin Gregory says, all right, here we go. Let's let's go through some of these. Some of you guys have some takes on, and yes, Jaden Brown, Jerzenbeck is getting Tommy John. Dale says three stars on Yelp for that Shoney's, indeed. <clears throat> Ruination, Nation, what was I going to say before Robbie called? How did, I don't remember Ruination. Hmm. Somebody go back and, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say, Ruination. That's good. It, it'll come back to me. Austin Gregory says, on three for recruiting predictions, 247 or 24-7 for evaluations. Hayden Yu says he looks at 24-7 sports. Nathan Moore says 24-7 by far. Always seem more informal or informational, reliable insights coming in there all around better. Austin Gregory, after the Harvard situation, I found out I have a newfound respect for the on-three recruiting prediction machine. They nailed it hour by hour leading up to the announcement. They were spot on. Ruination, something about a comment. I don't know. I don't know, Bruin Nation. I don't know. Go back through. I don't know. Mm-mm-mm. I have no idea, Bruin Nation. Oh, may, oh, 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 it, it was about the, uh, okay, responding to a social media post. Yeah, you know, I, I was just going to mention just the, the thing I saw on social media about the NCAA football video game. And uh, guys apparently are, are they're asking prices or are, are too much for the video game and they might not be in the game. And just, dude, just how silly that is. And somebody comments on Twitter makes a great point. Like, dude, just take the money that you can get because if you don't, like literally somebody's just going to make the roster and put you in the game and you're going to get zero. So... I, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I don't see the benefit in, in holding out for some humongous paycheck to be in a video game. Like, Austin Gregory says, Lamont's been cooking lately. When does Lamont not cook, Austin? Lamont stays cooking. He stays cooking. Dale from East Tennessee says, probably something about you still ain't following me on Twitter. <sighs> I'll, well, maybe, maybe we'll fix that, Dale. One day, one day. We go to the Big Cock Club Discord, the TDC Question Channel. Dalton says, do you think the potential rematch factor with Florida will work against us this weekend? <clears throat> it's really hard to beat a team five times in a row. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You make a great point. It is. It is hard to beat a, a team five times in a row for sure, and these teams are different than the last time they played each other. Uh, also, the series is going to be in Gainesville instead of South Carolina. So, um, I don't know if it works against us. I mean, you know, here's the thing. What happened back early in the season just doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, I think you take some of the things that maybe worked from that series, like the scouting reports, you know, attacking certain hitters, whatever, but – you know, Florida's going to go back and do the same thing. They're going to reevaluate what they did in that series sweep, and they're going to do everything they can to make sure it doesn't happen again. So um, it's a it's a storyline for sure, but I don't think you can say just because, oh, well, Carolina swept them, they're going to do it again. I, I I don't think you can just say that. You know what I mean? So, and I also, But I also don't think it's like a disadvantage, right? I mean, could Carolina win five games against Florida this year? Yes, they could. It's tough. It's hard to beat a team five times in a season, but it can be done, I think. It can be done. The Gamecocks have got the guys to do it. Austin Gregory with a great question. Which single player is the most important to keep healthy due to depth concerns? Depth concerns this upcoming season. In other words, which player going down with an injury would be the most detrimental to our team? Guys, I think you have to go with Spencer Rattler. I, I just, I understand everybody likes Lenora Sellers, and but dude, you lose Spencer Rattler. I mean, what, dude, think about it. We talked about this back before Rattler and Wells announced they were coming back. That without those guys, South Carolina was a fringe bowl team and they would be viewed as such. I mean, with those guys, you're viewed as an eight-win team. Seven-win team, eight-win team. I mean, so... Yeah, Spencer Rattler goes down with an injury. I, I think that would be by far the most detrimental thing that could happen to this season. I'm not saying Luke Doty couldn't steady the ship somewhat, but as far as reaching that 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 goal of eight wins, God forbid nine, at that you could pretty much forget that. The goal would shift to, hey, let's just get to six and make a bowl game. So... I mean, because even if you lost Juice Wells, man, like, you could get creative, I think, on the outside. You could get creative offensively. But if you've got a quarterback, Austin, you have a chance. And if you don't have that guy, you're going to get exposed. And I just don't – I just don't think – I don't think Lenora Sellers is ready. And Luke Doty hasn't really shown much of anything that he is, you know, that he would be certainly not going to be an upgrade. So – um, yeah, I, I'll go with the an injury to Spencer Rattler would be by far the most detrimental. Again, guys, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377 here on this Tuesday, June the 6th. Again, appreciate each and every single one of you tuning in. Let's see. Wow. Southern Cal set to take on Georgia Southern in 2025. Georgia Southern going to go out to Southern Cal. 
to take on the Trojans. Let's see. <laughs> Brew Nation, if that happens, who do you prefer to see in a center? Well, Brew Nation, do you want my cop-out answer? Because I'll say, whoever wins the job. Brew Nation, in the hypothetical scenario that you've presented, if someone other than Spencer Rattler had to play quarterback the rest of the season, believe it or not, I would not. I don't think Brew Nation is as simple as thrust Lenora Sellers out there. I, I think the worst thing you could do is rush the kid out there before he's ready to go. I, I, I just, the early stages in a quarterback's career, I mean, you hear NFL guys talk about this all the time. It's so important because you can just completely shatter a young guy's confidence. You can shatter a dude's confidence if you throw him out there too early before he's ready and he struggles, right? You can completely Shatter his confidence. So I'd probably still go with Luke Doty. I, I think Luke Doty. Um, yeah. I think Luke Doty um, would be the guy. That's that's who I would go with. That's who I would go with. Let's see. Austin Gregory, despite having other injuries, do you think Noah Hall or having Noah Hall in the lineup would have changed the outcome of a few games on the stretch? I mean, Austin, I think it'd be, I think it'd be unfair to say it wouldn't. I, I mean, Noah Hall's a fantastic pitcher, man. Noah Hall's a fantastic pitcher. I think if you'd have had him, you certainly would have won a couple more games, no doubt. No doubt. So, got to be fair to Noah Hall and his talent and what 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 he what he does for you for sure. Let's see. Ruination says, I agree, but knowing what we know about Doty, it's tough. Well, I mean, listen, we saw him in a spring game. He struggled in a spring game, but uh, I, I just, Ruination, I'd rather watch Luke Doty struggle than throw Lenoris Sellers to the Wolves. I, I really would. Like, if you care... If you care about the development of Lenora Sellers and his career at Carolina, I mean, I I would not do that. I would not do that. Let's see. Austin Gregory, how do you feel about the SEC moving to a single standings model? I want your perspective through the Garnet glasses, not as a college ball fan. I mean, the Garnet glasses, um, hate it. Hate it. I mean, I think it's bad for South Carolina, Austin. I, I think it makes it 
I think it guarantees, like, I, I'd go on record right now and tell you that South Carolina will never win an SEC championship. I mean, I, I just, I'll go on record right now and make that prediction. Like, if I had to pick one way or the other, I think Shane Beamer can do the unthinkable and prove us all wrong. But, like, if you if you put a gun to my head and said, you got to pick one, your life depends on it, what would you bet on? I'm betting South Carolina never wins the SEC. Flat out. I mean, just getting to the championship game is going to be really tough. Ray Kelly is the winner of the South Carolina Florida game, the most likely College World Series finalist from that side of the bracket. Ray, I could see it. I mean, I I don't know exactly who they're matched up with, who they'll play. We'll have to take a look, but uh, I could definitely see it. could definitely see it. So, My guy Eric Reese says, can confirm the Yardcocks merch went undefeated this weekend. Love it. Love to see that, man. I appreciate you rocking. Appreciate you repping, man. That's what's up. Jaden Brown says, I think you should give Tanner Bailey a shot before Lenora Sellers. He's got a year under his belt. Well, admittedly, Jaden Brown, our guy Bruin Nation, is a little biased. He's a little biased. Hayden U, Virginia versus Duke. That's who our Super Regional is paired with. Okay. Could be a South Carolina Virginia rematch in the College World Series. How about that? That'd be fun. How many of y'all will make the trip to Omaha if the Gamecocks make it? How many will make the trip? How about this? A new a new spring league for four star and five star high school players will start in twelve cities around the country next spring. The Prep Super League. The Prep Super League. How about that? Isn't that crazy? High school football. Let's see. Austin. <laughs> Austin. I love these questions. I love these questions. Austin Gregory said, would you rather win the SEC in football next year or win the College World Series in baseball? Austin, I'm going to go to the SEC championship in football because we've won the College World Series before. We've never won the SEC in football. So give me the thing that we have never done before, Austin Gregory. I mean, Austin, again, you know as well as I do. You know as well as I do. Like, those questions are almost pointless. Right? It's kind of like it's kind of like when the calendar turned from 2019 or no, was it when when the calendar turned from 2020 to 2021. And I did I ran the poll <clears throat> what is the greatest Gamecocks achievement over the last decade. And we're about to have a very for some of you we might be about to have somewhat of an uncomfortable conversation, but 
This is just calling it what it is. I said, what was the greatest Gamecocks achievement over the course of the last decade? Right? From 2010 to 2019. I think I included 2020 in that because I messed something up. Whatever. Either way, over the last decade, I said, the 2010 SEC East Championship in football, back-to-back national championships in baseball, the 2017 Final Four run in basketball, or other. Not even really thinking. I put other. And people tried to just grill me. People grilled me on social media for not including women's basketball specifically. But the reason I put other guys is because for some people, that wouldn't be like in their top four of greatest achievements in the decade. Right? Like the Women's National Championship, Women's Basketball National Championship. Like if, they, if you had to do a ranking, some would, some would list five or six football games, individual games before that. It's all about preference. There's really no right or wrong answers there. I say all that to say back to the point that Austin, I mean, I love baseball. I'm a baseball guy. I'd love to see South Carolina win the College World Series, but like, Nobody is going to, fans of every school, not just South Carolina, would trade all of their athletic success in every other sport to win at the highest level in football. Every fan base would. And if you say you wouldn't, you're lying. If you say you wouldn't, you're lying. Flat out, bottom line. People would give up the women's basketball stuff They'd give up the, 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 the men's, little bit of men's basketball. They'd give up the baseball even. And the good news is, guys, this is all hypothetical. We don't have to do any of that. We can just win at everything. We can have good teams across the board, right? I mean, I'd like to see, you know, I want South Carolina to have a well-rounded athletic department, right? We were asked about this the other day, about, <clears throat> you know, would you rather be like a, like a Tennessee or an Arkansas who's, who's kind of good at everything or like a Georgia who's just elite at football and everything else is kind of whatever. And from the fan side, from the fan side, I would actually prefer to see South Carolina be good at everything because it's fun to follow all the sports and, and, and talk sports and, and do all that year round. It's fun to do that. But from the business side too, like, dude, there's nothing better than football being good. When football's good, everything's good. Life is good. When football's good, life is good. And when football's not good, guess what? Life ain't as good anymore. Life's not as good anymore. Dalton says, after this weekend, I'm wondering if you think this is the start of a good postseason stretch for Kingston's tenure here, or do you believe that this was kind of a one-off where we had the right players at the right time. I don't, I don't think that's something you can really determine, man, because the rosters change so much. I will say, I will say that uh, we've got a good core, good nucleus coming back next year. I expect we'll add more guys in the portal. And I mean, we should have Dalton a good team. We should have Dalton a good team next year. We should. So, that's kind of one of those things, Dalt, where it's so hard to predict because you think about who we came into this year with, all the guys in the transfer portal. I mean, we looked we looked completely different than 2021. So um, I think it could be the start of something something good. 
I think it could be the start of something good. Yeah. See, Jacob B, like, I hate, part of me, like, hates these questions being asked because it's like, it makes it, it makes, it sounds so bad to say. But, like, and, and again, the good news is these are all just, like, hypotheticals, dude. They're all hypotheticals, and we're not trading wins or trading a team. We're not sacrificing a team for a win. But Jacob E. says this, would you trade the women's basketball titles for double-digit win season in football? Yes. Yes. Of course I would. Are you kidding me? Of course. Yes. There's, dude, nothing moves the needle like football. Nothing. And guys, there's way to, there's ways to measure that too. There's ways to quantify that. You could look at things like, you know, social media, at least from my perspective, there's ways to quantify that. And when it comes to like the way things move the needle, nothing. Dude, like that two-week stretch of Tennessee Clemson, that has moved the needle unlike anything I've ever seen since I started doing TSUS. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Dolphin. <laughs> Dalton, what's up, man? How are you? Dalton, what's up? Can you hear me? Hello. Yo, yo. You got you, you can hear me? Yeah, now you I good? can hear you. Now I can hear you. You were, ch- you were choppy for a second there. Okay. I just wanted to call in and sort of give my uh, opinion or, or add to the conversation we're having about you know, trading wins, having a well-rounded athletics department, you know, all that kind of stuff. Because, you know, you can say it's hypothetical, but we saw an example of this. You know, obviously because they had a bad season, they're one of the worst teams. And then, you know, they, they wouldn't fund that program, right? Right. They, they went out of the way essentially to hire an assistant coach from LSU, which I mean, the LSU pitching coach, he, he seems to be an up and coming type of, uh, you know, coach in, in the industry. And, you know, it could work out well for Georgia. But mm. essentially, you know, what they're doing is they are limiting their resources within their athletics program explicitly just to focus on funding football and making sure they have enough money for recruiting, mm-hmm. making sure they have enough money to upgrade their facilities just for that one program. And my question to you is, let's say South Carolina had the same kind of donor base that Georgia does. You know, I know we don't, but let's just, let's just, you know, hypothetically pretend we did. Mm-hmm. Would you be okay with the donors basically saying, you know, we don't want to fund any other programs when, you know, let, let's say if Don Staley's contract expired and we said, we're not willing to pay you X amount of money, or let's say, you know, we went on a run in baseball mm-hmm. and uh, Kingston wanted a, a raise to be equivalent to some of the higher paid coaches in the, in the SEC and in, in uh, nationally. And we said, no, we don't have the money to do that we're we're all in on football right now would you support that i mean i you know i i, I hate the thought of sacrificing the well-being of the other sports just solely for football um 
I, I don't know, man. I mean, here's the thing. From the, I'll, I'll tell you this. What I support that. What I support South Carolina cutting funding for the smaller sports, we'll just say, for football. The fan side of me would say, no, I don't support that. The business side of me would say I understand it, especially when it comes to, like, you know, Mark Kingston, I will say, he's already one of the lower-paid SEC baseball coaches. Um, but, like, when it comes to paying certain coaches in, like, non-revenue sports, I mean, listen, Dawn Staley, for example, women's basketball is not a revenue sport. If they were to cut back on her salary to put towards well, I, I don't even know what that would look like, where that money would go. I'm not saying I'm advocating for it. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that. But, like, I would understand it from the business side. I'd, I'd get it. Like, okay, you're already losing money on this sport, and then you're, you're paying an incredible salary, incredible salary that could be allocated elsewhere. So, and if you're that, if you're strapped, like you're on a budget, I would get the business move of doing that. The fan part of me would not well, like that feels kind of icky. That feels kind of icky, especially since like you have made an investment in women's basketball. So like to backtrack now would be kind of a strange move, but I would understand the move. I, I would get it from the business sense. Well, at, at the end of the day for me, you know, I kind of, I think what Georgia is doing is, is bad. Um, I, I personally don't want South Carolina to do that. And I, and I don't believe that they are doing it. But, I mean, while, you know, the, an athletics department is a business in, in a, some sense, they're, they're not a for-profit business. Mm. The athletics department at major SEC universities are non-profit, uh, you know, entities, essentially. So all the money they make off of, you know, all of their, their sports that, that, you know, people go to see baseball, football, women's basketball, men's basketball, all of that money has to go back into the payroll, um, into the facilities, into, you know, everything that you need to run the program. So at the end of the day, it's not about making money for, you know, the shareholders as, mm. you know, let's say the New York Yankees would would do or the, the Los Angeles Dodgers because those are professional teams whose main motive is, is the profit motive. The profit motive really isn't there. And at the same time, I mean, women's basketball, while it may not generate the same amount of revenue as football, for example, or even basketball, um, the, the amount of attention, the amount of, uh, you know, good uh, PR that Dawn Staley and her team has brought the University of South Carolina on the national level, I think kind of justifies the salary, you know, if you're the athletics department, right? So yeah, that, that's sure. kind of how I look. Yeah. And, you know, I, I would agree with you that I would much rather have a, a more well-rounded athletics department where all the programs are at least competitive and there's a chance to, you know, uh, win national titles and in, in, in pretty much everything than to just go all in on football and mm -hmm. say, you know, we just want to be good at football. We want to sell out. We're putting all our resources into this. And, you know, facilities, 
in our other sports like like uh you know baseball basketball are uncompetitive as far as a recruiting from a recruiting standpoint and a coaching standpoint we're okay with that as long as we're winning national titles in football i just don't like that mentality it it seems to be working for georgia i don't think most georgia fans really care that like all their other you know programs suck except for their their football program but i personally you know don't think that that's the way to go about it because you know from the standpoint of where we are we're not you know a big money school with with like a gigantic donor base i mean we have Mm -hmm. money don't get me wrong but we don't have money like lsu has money like Mm -hmm. texas has money like Georgia has money. I mean, yeah. so the the programs that are quote unquote non revenue programs, where we have a chance to, you know, win national titles in those programs way more than we have a chance at winning a football national title. I think you know putting a little bit more of the revenue into those programs is a good thing. So I mean, I just wanted to call and sort yeah. of, you know, put my two cents in because. You know, you can say this is a hypothetical and, and yeah, I mean, trading wins on the field is a hypothetical, but at the end of the day, I mean, money makes the world go around and everybody, no matter how much money you have, whether you're LSU, whether you're Georgia, whether you're Alabama, you only have a limited amount of it and you've got to, you know, designate it to the things that, you know, you feel are the most important. Hmm. It's a very good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I I, I agree with you, Dalton. I, and I know we both agree, too. I, I'd like to see a well-rounded athletics department as well because football is not the only sport, and we love baseball, and we do love basketball, both men's and women's, and so we want to see Gamecocks athletics be successful, <clears throat> excuse me, successful across the board. So, no, I definitely agree. Yeah, with I mean, the men's basketball program, I hate to say it, I think is is kind of a lost cause at this point. I mean, you know, obviously I'm a believer in the homie Lamont, but mm. I, I don't think you're you're ever going to really see like in, in sustained success within the men's basketball program unless you literally just, you know, put all your, your resources in NIL towards it just because you know, it really doesn't have any tradition. It's been seen seen as, you know, a, a basement, you know, bottom dweller type of job within the basketball coaching industry for, you know, so long. So it's going to take, you know, probably a decade or more of sustained tournament appearances and success in order to get there. But, I mean, our baseball program has a lot of tradition. You know, obviously our football program doesn't, but – you know, fans still go to every game. It's mm-hmm. still got a lot of um, a lot of support. So, you know, the men's basketball program is kind of – it kind of is what it is. Obviously, I hope the homie Lamont can get us somewhat to where we want to go, but my expectations are a lot lower for that. But, you know, to your point, having, having a well-rounded athletics department, I think it is incredibly important. And uh, – it doesn't seem that Georgia feels that way as they're, you know, literally just hiring assistants because they don't want to pay money to get a real coach. Right. Indeed. Dalton, I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you so much for the call. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. Great stuff. 
Power rank the following. Panic Ritter, Brendan M., Robbie Davis, Dale from East Tennessee, Bruin Nation, John Edward, Austin Gregory, and Rebecca. Austin, I could never power rank those folks you have mentioned, my friend. I, I refuse. That is a trap, and you know it. That is a trap. I will say what would be really funny, though, is like the caller commenter bracket like Feinbaum does for his show. That would be really funny. That would be really, really funny. Um, Let's see. Austin Gregory mentioned this. SEC Mike's 2024 schedule for South Carolina. Georgia, Texas, Texas A&M, Florida, Kentucky, Tennessee, Mizzou, and Mississippi State. How about a, how about a, uh, a date with Texas? I'd love to see that. I hope that does actually happen. I would love to see it. Love to see it. Uh, let's see. Jacob E. says, remember, it's not just the athletic department. It's the entire school. Imagine how many students, not just recruits, want to go to Georgia because they are winning in football. It elevates the school as a whole. That is a good point. It does. It does elevate the school as a whole, Jacob. You are correct. M. Colt says the only problem is the football team generates a vast majority of the money for the universities. Is it fair to the football players to pool their money to the other teams? Honest question. Lynn Turner then says... It's not the football player's money. She says, without the rest of the school, there would be no football team. So there is a symbiotic relationship. Lynn Turner says, I wouldn't be in a Twitter bracket, so you'd be missing a super fan. (laughs) Maybe one day. Maybe one day we'll do a bracket. That would be... I I love all the folks that, uh, that tune in, man. I love all the folks that tune in. Hey, guys, Bet Online has dropped updated College World Series College World Series odds. Odds to win the College World Series. South Carolina is 12 to 1. 12 to 1. Wake Forest is at 3 to 1. LSU 5 to 1. Florida 6 to 1. So they are obviously expecting South Carolina to lose to Florida. Virginia 8 to 1, again Carolina 12 to 1, Tennessee is also 12 to 1, Stanford 14 to 1, TCU 16 to 1, Texas 16 to 1, Kentucky is 28 to 1, Oregon 28 to 1, Southern Miss 30 to 1, uh, Duke 33 to 1, Bama 40 to 1, Indiana State 40 to 1. Why is Florida State on that list? They must have messed up. It says Florida State 50 to 1. Oral Roberts also 50 to one. I think they messed up putting Florida State on there. But the Gamecocks, most importantly, 12 to 1. 12 to 1. Hmm. Guys, again, just echoing what Dalton was saying and going back on that conversation. I, you know, it's 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 the dead of the offseason. So we talk about would you trade this for this many wins in football and this to this and whatever. Guys, I I want to see all sports at South kind of win. It's it's fun doing this, and I'm able to do like the reason TSUS succeeds because we don't just talk football. You know what I mean? Like I I think you're really limiting yourself when all you talk about is football. Like the fact that we're able to talk about 
a great baseball program and then a great women's basketball program and a men's basketball program that we hope is on the rise. Like, it keeps us going all year long. You know what I mean? So, no, I I wouldn't just want to be one-dimensional. I wouldn't just – and here's the thing, too. Like, and I've even told y'all, I'm admittedly, I'm not the biggest basketball person in the world. Um, I love the Gamecocks, so I watch. And, you know, I'm coming around on basketball. I like basketball more. I like basketball more than I used to, but it's not my favorite. I'm more of a baseball guy, right? I'm more of a baseball guy, but I wasn't, when I started the business, I wasn't just going to talk about football and baseball and just leave basketball out in the cold. So I like being well-rounded, man. I, I, I believe in it. I think it's also good to just talk other sports and kind of, you know, I think that's, there, there's, I think there's, you grow as a content creator having to step outside of your comfort zone and talk about some other sports and talk about some different things and make predictions for those sports and uh, just give opinions on it. So I love talking about it all. So I want all the programs to be good. I mean, obviously, though, guys, we know the impact of what a national championship football team would bring to us all. But uh, thankfully, we don't have to sacrifice any sports out there to make that happen. That's the good news. That's the good news. This is all just hypothetical, dead-of-the-off-season type banter. And, uh, guys, I'm excited to go through the quote-unquote off-season with you all. Granted, we're not quite there yet because we've got the Yardcocks this weekend, but uh, it is approaching. It is approaching. The month of July is inevitable. The month of July is indeed inevitable. So, But the good news is we'll have content bleeding out the eyeballs all month long, as we will this week as well, guys, that's going to do it. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much again, guys. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell icon on YouTube so you get notifications of when the, when the show goes live and also when we drop new video content. Also, go over to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and hit that subscribe button. And be sure to rate the show as well, guys. Let us know what you like, don't like. Uh, show love and show support. It helps boost the podcast as well. So we can check that out in the course of the podcast. It drops every single day, 5 p.m. Eastern and Mondays at 5 a.m. Eastern after the Rowdy Rooster Rundown on Sunday nights. Guys, that being said, hey, thank you all so much. Appreciate you all tuning in. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Tomorrow.